Will you please turn to Matthew chapter 13? We read from verse 1 through verse 17. Now to save time, I will ask my brother to read it through. Twenty-three. 他用比喻对他们讲许多道理说有一个撒种的出去撒种撒的时候有落在路旁的飞鸟来吃尽了有落在土浅石头地上的土鸡不生发苗最快日头出来一晒因为没有根就枯干了有落在荆棘里的荆
We find that in Matthew chapter 5 to 7, the so-called Sermon on the Mount actually was showing us what the kingdom of the heavens really is. To put it simply, the kingdom of the heavens is none other than the king himself. Because it is his character that characterizes the whole kingdom. So it is the will of God that we who believe in the Lord Jesus who are all his disciples. You know, oftentimes we divide believers and disciples. It is as if you can be a believer, but you don't necessarily be a disciple. But according to the will of God, this is not so. Because if you are a believer, then automatically you are a disciple. You know the problem what many people got saved but barely saved. It is because they want to be a believer, but they never present themselves to the Lord to be a disciple. I think probably some of you know about the story of Watchman Nee. When he was saved, it wasn't simple. Because he knew that the gospel was the right one. He wanted to believe in the Lord Jesus. But there was one thing he struggled about. Because to his understanding, to believe in the Lord Jesus, to accept him as his Savior, at the same time, he must surrender himself to Lord Jesus. And this was something he couldn't do. Because as a young man, he was full of plans. He was very, he was very ambitious. But as he considered the Lord Jesus, that he had to give himself completely to the Lord and allow the Lord to direct his life. He found it very difficult. So for days he struggled over this matter until one day when he was praying. He told us himself he saw the blackness of his sins. And he also saw the redness 
of the blood of the Lord Jesus. And the love of Christ constrained him. So he yielded, he yielded himself completely to the Lord. And this was how he was saved. So, brothers and sisters, I hope we all remember that if you are a believer, you are supposed to be a disciple. The love of Christ should constrain us. That we cannot live for ourselves. Because He has bought us with a great price. We are His. And because we are His, we have to surrender our life to Him. Acknowledging Him not only our Savior, but also our Lord. And that's the way to the kingdom of the heavens. So dear brothers and sisters, there the kingdom of the heavens brought in the age of grace. But strangely, it is the same message of the gospel of the kingdom that will bring in the second coming of Christ. Because in Matthew chapter 24 verse 14, the Lord said, the kingdom of heaven shall be preached to all the nations as a testimony to them. And then the end will come. So dear brothers and sisters, why is it today everybody is talking about the end? Not only among the Christians, but even the world, they are talking about the doom day. And yet, the end did not come yet. The one reason is because the message of the kingdom of heaven has not been preached to all the nations. There is no such testimony yet. People do not live out life of the kingdom of the heavens. And this is the reason why the end has not yet come. So, dear brothers and sisters, we feel a very deep responsibility because the Lord's coming, in a sense, depends upon our condition. We are the people who should usher in the age to come. God has given this responsibility to His people. 
Now, how can we be in the kingdom of the heavens? In Matthew chapter 11, we are told the kingdom of the heavens is to be seized by violence. And the violence shall seize on it. In other words, if we want to be living today in the kingdom of the heavens, we have to follow the first step of our king. How he had denied himself. And what a denial of himself was. Because he was God. He was equal with God. And yet he was willing to empty himself. To take upon himself the form of a slave. The form of a man. And obedient to his father. Even unto death. And death the death of the cross. Brothers and sisters. This is the example our Lord has given to us. Whoever is to follow him. Must deny himself. Take up the cross and follow And if we are doing that, by the grace of God, even today, you are living in the reality of the kingdom of the heavens. And may I warn you, Unless today we live in the kingdom of the heavens, under the rule of our king, then when the kingdom of heaven shall publicly appear on earth, the Bible tells us we shall reign with Christ for a thousand years. And this should be our encouragement. Now this morning we would like to come to Matthew chapter 13. We have already said, as you study the Matthew, you will find there are three peaks. The first peak is Matthew 5 to 7, which tells us the reality of the kingdom of the heavens. And then in chapter 13, it is the mystery of the kingdom of the heavens. And then in chapter 24, 25, it is the public appearing of the kingdom of heavens on earth. Now, why is it in Matthew 13 that it is a chapter of parables that our Lord Jesus did not speak plainly and strictly? 
我们主他不是用这样明文的明明的明白的说出来 spoke to the people with parables 他向人们用比喻来说。And of course there was a reason for it 那当然是有原因的 Now if you want to find the reason 如果你要知道这个原因, Then you find it was in the preceding chapter 你就可以看到在前一章, Because in chapter 12 在十二章, In verse 31. For this reason I say unto you, everything and injurious speaking shall be forgiven to men, but speaking injuriously of the Spirit shall not be forgiven to men. Verse 32. And whosoever shall have spoken a word against the Son of Man, it shall be forgiven him. But whosoever shall speak against the Holy Spirit, it shall not be forgiven him, neither in this age, nor in the coming one. And we know our Lord Jesus' labor Upon the earth for some times. Especially in cities such as Corasi, such as Capernaum. And yet, 但是呢, they did not believe. They hardened their heart against the Lord. And because of this, our Lord Jesus, He said, It pleases the Father. He will hide these things from the wise and prudent, but has revealed them to babes. 把像聪明智慧的人就隐藏起来，但是像婴儿就显出来。People consider themselves as wise and prudent。那个人们就觉得自己是聪明有智慧的。And they rejected the Lord。他们就弃绝了主。But thank God，感谢神。There will be some people who are like babes，但是有一些人却像婴孩一样。Not childish, but childlike。而不是很幼稚，而是像孩子们一样。And because they are open, 由于他们的心敞开，so they trusted in the Lord。所以他们就信靠主。And then you find there was one occasion，我们就看到有一个事件。In chapter twelve，就在第十二章，there was a man possessed by demon，有一个人被鬼附的。He was blind and dumb，他是瞎眼，他也。and the Lord healed him. Now this has never happened in the history of Israel. So it was a clear indication that our Lord Jesus was the Messiah. And yet these Pharisees they knew it in their heart that this must be the Messiah. But in their opposition to the Lord, they said the Lord was casting out the demons by the king of the demons. And this was a blasphemy 
against the Holy Spirit. And because of this occasion, you find even though our Lord still spoke to the people, and yet he had to speak in parables. Now, what is parable? When you are speaking in parable, those who have understanding, he will make it clearer and easier to understand. If you have no understanding, you just heard a story, that's all. And that's the reason why the Lord began to speak in parables. And when He speaks of these parables, He told us, it is concerned with the mystery of the kingdom of the heavens. So even though there are seven parables, or some people say eight, and yet all these parables are concerned with the mysteries of the kingdom of the heavens. He has already shown us the reality of the kingdom of the heavens. Now, why is it that now it becomes a mystery? Because when the gospel of the kingdom of heavens was spreading, when Christianity began to spread, and you began to see a Christian world, because wherever Christendom is, the name of Christianity was over them. But when in Christianity in Christendom, you find gradually it became a mixture. And because of this mixture, it became a mystery. You know, when you touch reality, it is simple. But when you touch something that was partly true, partly false, that becomes a mystery. So here you come to the point. When the message of the kingdom of heavens has become a mystery. All these parables are concerned with the kingdom of the heavens. But they were talking a mystery. And people try to explain these parables. And we find all kinds of teaching coming out of it. So we need to stick to the Bible. And there are some parables the Lord already explained to us. But there are others that are not explained. 
Now when they are not explained, the way to understand these parables is to compare it with the whole Bible. And then you will begin to understand what they really mean. So remember, these mysteries of the kingdom of the heavens refer to Christendom. That is, wherever the gospel has spread, wherever is within the so-called Christian Area. That's what you see in Christianity today. Now, how did it begin? You find it begin with the first parable. A sower went out to sow upon the field. And when he sowed the seed, some fell on the roadside, and some fell on shallow earth with stone underneath. And some sown among the thorns, but there were some that were sown into plowed ground. And then you find those who are sown on the hard ground, that is the path that people walk along. Then the bird would come and took them away. But those that were sown under the shallow ground, it seems as if it began to grow. But the sun came out. And it's dried up. And those who sown among the thorns, they did grow. But they could not bear fruit. And only those upon those ground that has been poured plowed. Then it began to produce hundredfold, sixtyfold, and thirtyfold. Now, who is the sower? Of course, the sower refers to our Lord Himself. When He was on earth, He began to sow the seed upon the field. And what is the field? The field is human heart. And what is the seed? The seed is the gospel of the kingdom of the heavens. So when our Lord Jesus came into this world, as He was spreading the gospel to the earth, you will find four different kinds of hearts. Because the field here refers to the heart. When it comes to certain hearts. They were like the pathway. 
people tread upon it. So it was hardened. The sea will not get into the ground. And what happened? The bird will come and stash them away. Brothers and sisters, when the gospel of the kingdom of heaven is preached, this is the seed. And it will fall upon human hearts. Because God's word is always aimed at human heart. It is not aim of our mind. It is aim at our heart. But some hearts have been trodden so hard. In other words, they were so worldly. Yeah, they were so connected with the world. So their hearts become hardened. When the seed came, it could not enter into them. And what happened? The bird would come and get them away. And of course, the bird refers to the evil one. Now that is the first kind of human heart. The second kind of human heart. It is like shallow ground. There were still stones underneath it. So when the gospel of the kingdom came to them, they received it quickly. And it began to bud. But because there was no earth. The stone was not removed underneath. So he cannot bear the sunshine. And he withered. So that shows that when the gospel was preached to these people, they were emotionally affected. They seemed to receive the gospel very quickly. But whenever there is trouble, hardship, tribulation coming, immediately they gave up everything. In other words, some people are emotionally stirred. But there was no root. So it didn't grow up. And when the kingdom of the heaven was preached to another kind of heart, they received it. But because the thistles, thorns, had not been removed, so they were being squeezed and could not bear fruit. And the Lord told us that it was before because they love money, they love the world, they have the care of life, and all these things squeezed the seed. So they could not bear fruit. 
所以也不能够结果子。How often, brothers and sisters? 弟兄姊妹，我们是不是常常看到呢？We heard the gospel of the kingdom of heaven. 我们听到了天国的福音。And we receive it. 我们也接受了。And it seemed to begin to grow within us. 好像在我们里头也成长了。But then you find all these cares of life, all this worrying, and all these things begin to squeeze it. 但是你却看到这些事情今生的思虑这些钱财的迷惑就把它挤住了 and patiently bearing fruit. Some may be a hundred percent. Other may be sixty percent. But thank God at least thirty percent. Now we know this is what the parable is. Because our Lord Jesus Himself explained. Then the Lord began to speak the second parable. And he said, The kingdom of heaven as a man sowing good seed in his field. Now who is that man? Again, the man is in singular number. It refers to our Lord himself. And he began to sow the seed, good seed, in his field. Now, what is the seed now? You know there is a progression in these parables. In the first parable, the seed is the word, the gospel of the kingdom of heaven. But not the seed here. Because in the second parable, the seed is person, not the word. The sons of the kingdom. Now our Lord Himself explained it. So you know there is a progression here. Those who receive the gospel of the kingdom of heaven, they become the sons of the kingdom. And the Lord showed them in the field, in his field. Now the field here is not the human heart again. Because the Lord said the field is the world. It's a so-called Christian world. And you find he sold them in his in the world. So brothers and sisters, we are here in New York. Now remember, you are not here by accident. The Lord saw you here. He saw us here and there. To be a testimony to his name. But then, 
his enemy came. 但是他的仇敌来了。And when man was sleeping, 所以当人睡觉的时候, but the man there is poor. 但是这个人是多数的。It is not the Lord. 所以不是主了。But the Lord never slumbers, no sleep. 因为主也不打盹,也不睡觉。The man is poor. They are the servants of the Lord. So they refer to us. Now when man was sleeping, now unfortunately God's servants sometimes got to sleep. They are not watching. And because it is the enemy coming Secretly. And so he seed in the same field.就把他自己的种子撒在同样的田里. And the seed he sowed is the sons of the demons.所以仇敌所撒的种子就是魔鬼之子。He also sowed his seed in the same field.这魔鬼也把他自己的种子撒在同样的田里。So that's why you see in Christianity there is such a mixture. There are some who are sons of the kingdom. But there are others who may be the sons of the evil one. But they were in the same area. And they grew up together. In the beginning you cannot distinguish them. But when they begin to grow, then it becomes evident that there are two kinds of growth in this field. And it was a surprise to the man in front number. They didn't know what had happened. They said, Lord, you sowed the good seed. Where came all these evil ones? Should we go and root them out? The Lord said, no. Because if you try to pull them out, you will pull out the good one too. So let them go together. Until at the end of the age, he will send his angels to divide them. Brothers and sisters, that shows us how Christianity has become. All are called Christians. But what a difference is there. But it seems as if you cannot separate them. Brothers and sisters, these two parables, our Lord Himself explained them. So there was no problem. And the Lord began to say the third parable. And in the third third parable, He said the kingdom of the heavens is like a grain of mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field. Which is less indeed than all seeds 
But when it is grown, it is greater than herbs and becomes a tree, so that the birds of heaven come and roost in its branches. 这原是白种里最小的，等到长起来，却比各样的菜都大，且成了树，天上的飞鸟来宿在它的枝上。Now according this parable has not been explained by our Lord Jesus. 主没有解释这个比喻。And for this reason, you find all kinds of explanation we find. 所以由于这个缘故，我们就可以看到有许许多多不同的解释。but the secret of interpretation. You have to compare scripture with scripture. Because the whole Bible is a unit. And they never interfere with one another. They will explain one another. And give us a right interpretation. Now, what is a mustard seed? If you read Luke chapter 17, you find that our Lord Jesus said, he said, if your brother sin against you, rebuke him, and he should repent, forgive him. Verse 4, and if he should sin against thee seven times in the day, not seven times in your life, he sing against you seven times in the day. Now, what will you do? And seven times shall return to thee, saying, I repent, thou shalt forgive him. Brothers and sisters, when the disciples heard about that, they said, give us more faith. We have the faith for forgive him the first time. Maybe the second time. But it happened seven times. And in a, in a day, we don't have any faith in him anymore. How can we believe such a brother? You cannot believe him. That's impossible. So they say, Lord, give us more faith. And the Lord said in verse 6, If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you have said to the sycamore tree, be thou rooted up, and be thou planted in the sea, and it will have obeyed you. So here you find, mustard seed is a symbol of faith. Uh, even if our faith is very small, yet it can do great things. And because of this, many people explain this parable. 
and said, Christianity or church today has grown like a mustard seed. 有一阵的原因,就有人说了,今天的教会或者说是基督教,就好像成长了,就像从这个接太总这样长大了。Because it is faith,因为它是信心,so it has grown,所以它也成长了。But the parable says,this must have seen has grown into a tree,这个比如说这个接太总长成一个树了。Now that is the problem,那这个就是问题所在。you remember in Genesis chapter 1, when God created this earth, and when plants and trees grew up, you know, again and again, it says, after its kind. In other words, when God created, all these plants and trees, they are after its kind. If it is a plant, it is a plant. If it is a tree, it is a tree. Everything is after its kind. And if it is man, it is man. And you remember in Genesis chapter 6, when the angels began to marry the woman on earth, and they produced those giants, why is it so? Because it's not after its kind. The angels is a kind. Man is a kind. But when you mix up the angel with man, you produce the giants. And that is something that God hated. You know the flood came upon the earth. It is because of this. So our Lord Jesus, when He created, everything is after His kind. If you try to cross the kinds, the species, it is abnormal in the sight of God. And it is a sin against God. So this must seed, this living faith, should produce a plant. But now it grows into a tree. It's an abnormal growth. And what happened? The birds will come and abide in it. And the birds, of course, you have to follow the first parable. And in the first parable, the birds refer to the evil ones. So the evil one will come and abide in it. So this parable speaks of the abnormal growth of Christianity. How in church history people use it to say how Christianity grows. 
所以在教会的历史上，人们就说这个教这个教会怎么样长得这么大了？They considered it a glorious thing。他们觉得这是一个很荣耀的事情。Not knowing that it is against the will of God。他们却不知道这是违反神的旨意。So this parable referred to abnormal growth of Christianity。所以这里是讲到这个基督教的不正常的发展。And then it follows with another companion parable。and he said the kingdom of the heavens is like leaven which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal until it has been all leavened now what is leaven in the scripture you remember one day when our Lord Jesus with his disciples were on a boat leaving. And the Lord Jesus said, Beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees. I think this is in Matthew chapter 16. Yes. In Matthew chapter 16, in verse 6. And Jesus said to them, See and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees. And the disciples reasoned among themselves, saying, Because we have taken no bread. And the Lord explained to them that he does not refer to them. And in verse 12, Then they comprehended, that he did not speak of being beware of the level of bread, but of the doctrine of the Pharisees and Sadducees. So you hear, you see, hear in this parable. The leaven in the scripture is something evil in the sight of God. In the Old Testament time, when you offer sacrifice, there should be no leaven in it. Only one sacrifice with leaven. And because this refers to the church. But otherwise, leaven is something forbidden by God. Now we all love leaven. Because without leaven, the bread will be hard. And with leaven, the bread becomes edible. But leaven always refers to something evil. And here it refers to the teaching of the Sadducees and the Pharisees. Now, the teaching of the Pharisees is hypocrisy. 
Because they teach people, but they don't do it themselves. And the leaven of the Sadducees is unbelief. They don't believe in resurrection. So the Lord said, Beware of such teaching. So here you find in Christianity today, outwardly it grows abnormally. How we love to see it grow and grow and grow. The bigger the better. And then you find how within it, these corrupt teachings and doctrines. And this is what you see as the kingdom of the heavens. To the general eyes, this is the state of the kingdom of the heavens today. So that's why it is a mystery. But thank God to balance these two parables. The Lord began to speak another two parables. And these were not explained in the Bible. So you have to use other Bible to explain this. And this is in verse 44. The Lord said, The kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hid in the field, which a man, having found, has hid, and for the joy of it goes and sells all whatever he has and buys that field. 天国好像宝贝藏在地里，人遇见了就把它藏起来，欢欢喜喜的去变卖一切所有的，买这块地。You know, in the hymn book, 我们知道在诗歌本里头，there is a quite famous hymn.有一首很有名的诗歌，and it seems like we love the treasure.它里头说我们宝，我们真我们喜爱这个宝贝。Because the treasure refers to Christ Jesus. And Brother Sparks never sang that first verse. Because it was a wrong interpretation. The treasure here does not refer to Christ. That which refers to Christ is the man who is looking for treasure. He is the one who is seeking for treasure. So what is the treasure? The treasure is the real kingdom of the heavens. And it is represented by the true church today. It is something hidden from the sight of but the Lord knows it. And He came for that purpose. He saw it. But He hid it. And then He bought the earth. Brothers and sisters, this is what the Lord has done. 
He used his own blood to buy the earth. And the purpose is to get that treasure. So how our Lord Jesus loves his own church. But to the public eyes, it was hidden. Not until the day when it shall be manifested. And as a companion parable, in verse 45, Again, the kingdom of the heavens is like a merchant seeking beautiful pearls, and having found one pearl of great value, he went and sold all whatever he had and bought it. And again, this merchant refers to our Lord Himself. He was seeking for bird beautiful pearls. And he found a bird purse of great value. So he sold everything and bought it. Treasure refers to teaching. Pearl refers to experience. It is the experience of a clan after suffering. It began that sin became a pearl. So it is the work of the Holy Spirit. So again you find teaching and experience. The teaching refers to the treasure. And the pearl refers to experience. But how our Lord Jesus pay everything for it. That's the love of the Lord towards His own church. And finally, there is another parable. It is the parable of a scene that is a net. In verse 47, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like a scene which has been cast into the sea and which has gathered together of every kind, which, when it was filled, having drawn up on the shore, sat down, they gathered the good into vessels, and cast out the worthless. This is the concluding parable. So it tells us here, it refers to the end of this age. And then you find the angels will come 
and divide. And the evil will be cast into the furnace of fire where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Brothers and sisters, so from these seven parables, he tells us the appearance of the kingdom of the heavens today. To the appearance. But that appearance, the outside appearance was is deceiving. How people are being deceived. And then thinking that Christianity has grown so much. Not knowing that it becomes abnormal. And with false teachings. But what the Lord's heart is to us, what is really there. There is his kingdom, there is his church. And at the end of the age, everything will be divided. So, brothers and sisters, in the second peak of Matthew, we see the outward appearance of the kingdom of the heavens. The Lord does not want us to be deceived. He wants us to understand it. And by understanding it, we will cooperate with Him. So may, so may the Lord use these words to encourage us and give us discernment. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we do want to thank Thee because Thou dost use parable to discover to us more understanding of truth. May we really understand and move on together with thee, not in any way to be deceived by outward appearance. By thy grace, we may be treasure and pearl in thy sight. And it's all by thy grace. We thank thee. In thy precious name. Amen.